0: This morning's reflection is about faith. And as I mentioned last evening, it's one of the wholesome and beautiful mental factors that develops and blossoms through our practice. Last Saturday, I went down to Taos to where I live for a few hours, and I was able to harvest some chives from my garden to bring back for all of us here at the retreat. This Saturday, I will likely be going home again for a couple of hours, and with these warming temperatures I'm thinking that I will plant some lettuce and some peas and also harvest some more chives and maybe some mint for us here up at the retreat. Every year, and I've been growing vegetables in my garden for many, many years now. And the still, every year I notice a sense of awe and faith. When I observe the tiny seeds in my hand that I'm about to plant and then carefully put them into the ground, and no matter how many times I've done this, I experience awe in relationship to the mystery that these tiny little dots do what they do and faith based in years of of experience that in fact they will, or at least most of them, will eventually burst out of their tiny tight little selves and grow or fruit into lettuce or peas or beets, carrots, cilantro. It happens every year. And so In these last few days, I've been considering faith. What is it? Where does it come from? How does it work? What's its role in relationship to spiritual practice, specifically in relationship to the teachings and practices as uh, taught by the Buddha? Is there a difference between faith and belief? And if so, what is the difference? Faith in what? In who? Henry David Thoreau, in his book, Faith in a Seed, said, Though I do not believe that a plant will spring up where no seed has been, I have great faith in a seed. Convince me that you have a seed there, and I am prepared to expect wonders. In the teachings that we've inherited from the Buddha, uh, faith, as I mentioned last night and just a few minutes ago, is one of the wholesome and beautiful mental factors that develops through our practice. And it's also one of the five spiritual faculties, or five positive mental factors, which are often called the five spiritual powers, with the others being effort or energy. Mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. So one aspect of faith is that it's a wholesome power. It's a strength. The Pali word that's translated as faith is sada, And there's really no one word in English that can really render the full meaning of sada. Faith, from this perspective encompasses trust, confidence, courage, strength, devotion, and clarity. The literal meaning of the word Sada is to place the heart upon, to connect from the heart, to offer one's heart, to give one's heart, or give over one's heart. So another aspect of faith is that it's a verb, it's an action. To place the heart upon, to connect from the heart, to offer one's heart. My Israeli students told me that the root word of faith in Hebrew is a verb. They tell me that it's not something that we have, but rather it's something that we do. So from this perspective we could say that we faith, we sada. We're willing to take the next step. We're willing to open to the unknown, to embark on the journey, to and to see it as an adventure, to faith. So faith as a wholesome power, a strength, and as a verb, an action to place one's heart upon. The Buddha spoke about three levels of faith, the first being called what is blind faith, which usually occurs in us when we encounter something or someone that inspires us and we feel a kind of brightness and maybe some devotion and love in those moments. Usually this sort of faith is based in a dependence on someone or something outside of ourselves to make us feel good. Consequently, it's really not sustainable and maybe not rooted in wisdom. The second type or level of faith that the Buddha spoke about is called verified faith. And this faith is based in confidence that's born out of our own wise reflection and our discriminating wisdom as we investigate our own direct experience. So, for instance, we have faith in the truth of anicca, impermanence, not because we've heard about it or read about it, because of our own clear observation and investigation and reflection and the intuitive understanding that arises out of our direct mindful attention to our experiences of body, mind, and heart. The third level of faith that the Buddha spoke about is a great power, the great power of unshakable faith. And it's rooted in verified faith as we continue to deepen and strengthen through, the developing, uh, through developing our meditation practice, the practice that evolves towards the blossoming and fruiting of concentration, a clear mindful awareness, metta, all the brahma-viharas, and genuine insight and realization. Unshakable faith brings a clear faith in the incredibly vast potential of our understanding and in the direction of our spiritual path. The primary ingredient of mind and heart by which this happens is learning to stay open and connected to the experience of the moment. Meaning that this unshakable faith is rooted in opening to the mystery. Opening to the truth beyond the realm of our conditioned, habituated ideas, opinions, beliefs, interpretations, and feelings. So, faith in our own direct, immediate, deepest experience, just as it is, this path of awakening asks a very deep and profound willingness of us. Willingness to open directly to our experience, to open to the mystery of experience. So just a very brief reflection now on the difference between faith and belief. To travel this path, we actually need to rely on faith. Not unbelief. Meeting experience with a set of set beliefs becomes a process of perceiving, interpreting, and understanding experience so that in fact it conforms with our habituated patterns, conforms with our habituated learned patterns of perception, habituated ways of thinking and acting. Or, more accurately, we could say in this case, reacting. So, faith as willingness, faith as willingness and confidence, confidence and faith based on our experience, not on beliefs. Sada, confidence and trust in relationship to our practice, meaning. Confidence and trust in our own potential for waking up. Waking up out of suffering, out of ongoing dissatisfaction, discomfort, disappointment, neediness. Faith in the possibility of waking up into the spaciousness of open-hearted presence and ease, of being with things as they are however they are, inside of us and outside of us. Practice informs us that awakening is about living fully and deeply without the false reassurance of our attachment and our identification to habitual explanations and ideas of order and structure stepping into the mystery, embracing life by learning to live in mindful awareness, frees us from a sense of unsatisfactoriness, a feeling of hollowness or separateness and incompleteness that pervades a life that's based in habitual patterns, reactive patterns. There's really a great vitality in life that's grounded in mindful awareness. And a quote from I'm not sure who. (laughs) When you come to the edge of all the light that you know and you're about to step into the darkness of the unknown Faith is knowing that one of two things will happen. There will be something solid to stand on, or we will learn to fly.